Monster Jam is an unbelievable phenomena. I have only been familiar with uh, Monster Jam for about the last eight years. I think late 2011, I went to my first Monster Jam, and I've been every year since. Every single year. And the reason I go every year is to see what they do differently. I mean, it's a, it's a cultural phenomenon. You... Much like you encouraged me to go to my first WrestleMania, John Senning. Oh, wow, yeah. And I, I did go to my first WrestleMania uh, in Orlando a few years ago. I made it through half of the first match, and then I said, this is not for me. And I don't feel like I ever need to go to another WrestleMania. In fact, I'll be up in New York this weekend with access to go to WrestleMania, and I could not care less. Well, you can go when it's at Ray J <laughs> next year. I could not care. I will not be going then. But but Monster Jam, I would go to 10 Monster Jams before another WrestleMania, and I don't say that to insult you because it of is. what Dennis Gravedigger has created. We, I mean, how many sports have a Gravedigger in them, for crying out loud? What's up, dude? It's good to see you. Dennis What's Anderson up, in the house. man? How you guys doing? You're real good, man. Thanks for being here. Right on, man. Hey, it's an honor to be here with you guys. You guys are superstars. Oh, no, that's not true. Yes, uh, I think yes. you have us confused with the Monsters in the Morning who you were on with a couple of weeks ago in Orlando, my friends over there. Uh, John actually was a card-carrying member of the Gravedigger fan club as a lad. Uh, I, I was. This had to be in, like, maybe 94, <laughs> 93 or something yes, like that. Yep. I used to wait by the mailbox every day just hoping to get uh, something else. I had stickers and I think an autographed picture by you <laughs> and a, a little matchbox car. It was it was a very special time in my life, Dennis, it and was, I want to thank you for that. You, hey, you're certainly welcome. Let me tell you a little backstory on that. That's when I started getting really busy and really popular. So I had an accountant come in to try to help me out, and he informed me that when you got that fan club deal, that it was costing me like 23 cents a person. <laughs> That's how good I was. I am not kidding you. It's costing me twenty three cent after they paid their dues. I think I have a quarter. Do you want to, you want to pay back? So, so, all right. so anybody that knows that and lived that time, you owe me a quarter. All right, all right. You got a, you got a Venmo? I'll, I'll make it right. I mean, well, you know, you're a guy though. Were you from North Carolina? Yes, yes. North Carolina. Yeah. So you're a guy. You like the way I didn't even look at the buy or anything. I know these things. Uh, yeah, of course. So you, you know, you're a guy who you have popularity that comes out of nowhere. You don't have to think of things like I should make this financially lucrative. You think I have fans? They probably Want right. my stuff? I'm gonna get him my stuff. Exactly. But this is how I, this is how I wrote it off to him, like I was the wise guy. Well, you know, it's not about just it's just getting the fans to even pay attention to me. So now when I go to the show, they're gonna buy a T-shirt. There you go. <laughs> and it worked. It's the oh, long, yeah. I think it worked. The long con, as I like <laughs> yeah, to say. Yeah. Did you buy a shirt, John? My closet's full of them. It's like it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's, like it's like Batman in there. Every day a different gravedigger <laughs> hey, shirt. John, don't worry about the twenty-three cent yeah. bubble. You're covered. Yeah. You're covered. I love you, he man. Spent twice that. Uh, Monster Jam World Finals twenty are gonna be May tenth and eleventh at Camping World Stadium in Orlando, formerly known as the City. Bowl. Uh, all new format, new competitions, new championships. Let's talk about that. What are you what are you tweaking? What's new? Yes. Well, you know, for one thing, you know, this is this is an event that we have grown for 19 years. This is year 20 for the world finals. Right. So when and we planted the seed in Vegas. So this thing has never been pulled from Vegas. Vegas is a big deal. It's always a big production. La la la, you know, here we go. So everybody, and this has been, you know, for years it's been going on in the pit parties. My fans would say, you know, Dennis, we'd really go, we'd love to go see the world finals, but it's so far away and it costs so much money and da, 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 da. So now here we are, you know, two decades later, 20 years later, and we're going to be hosting this thing in Orlando. So I'm here to tell all the fans in Florida, 
shut up, get up, and get out. Come on down and see it because we moved it. Now you have no excuse, and it is none other than the biggest Monster Jam event that's hosted, you know, in – and we do it, and like I said, we've done it for 19 years, and it's called the World Finals because it really is. Yeah. We have the cream of the crop. All the competitors, you know, all of these athletes come together, you know, with their monster trucks, and it is a showdown throwdown for the fans. We're going to be crowning seven champions, uh, you know, this year for the first time. Usually it's two, and my two boys right now are reigning world champs. Yeah. And um, they are holding the belt or whatever because you got to talk about some wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, uh, Adam Adam has the race and con- conquered. Ryan is holding the, the world championship for freestyle, and I'm a nervous pop. I don't want them to fall. I want these guys to keep on getting it, but they are bringing a group of people and guys and gals. We have 14 girls, and my daughter, she drives a gravedigger truck, Kristen Anderson. No kidding. Yes, for three years. She'll be at the World Finals, so it is a a huge, huge deal for Florida, for Monster Jam, for Dennis Anderson, for the – Anderson family, we really cannot wait for this event to happen. Heck yeah, Monster Jam World Finals coming up May 10th and 11th at Camping World Stadium in Orlando. It sounds like an Anderson family reunion that everybody's invited to, and there's some action <laughs> right. you get to watch as well. John, do you want to give Grave Digger, you were talking to us in the office before, do you want to give us your your rate, your well, rankings for, well, for everything? Yeah. Well, we were specifically talking about the number one and number two spot, and I think in Monster Jam history in forever, and, and I, obviously Dennis Anderson, Grave Digger, number one, sure. and I I said number two. Right I said behind, your sons are just right, right yeah, under you there. They yeah, were, they were digger, saying, and, like, and they're right is, there. This is no yeah. disrespect to the Anderson family. I said the number two guy through history, one of your biggest rivals over the past fifteen years, Uh-oh. is Tom Mentz and Max D. Absolutely. Is that okay and, that yeah, he said yeah, that? that's okay that he All says right. that because right. let me tell you, you know, in his bad, I hate Tom's guts on the racetrack, <laughs> yeah. and we hate each other. But let me tell you what happened when that guy stepped on the field with me, and he was chasing me. We needed that. Yeah. Look at what it did for our sport. We were the biggest rivalries out there, and we were like, you know, just about to tear each other's shirts off of each other behind the scenes in the beginning. But, you know, what the fans got out of it was a great motorsport entertainment show, yep. and we were the competitors back there. He wanted to hold the torch, and I wasn't going to let him. So it was – you're right. That was uh, you, that Dennis. was a good call. Yeah. That was like the uh, the Magic Johnson-Larry Bird rivalry of the Monster Jam world. Exactly. If if extend that to uh, college basketball and the NBA. Have there been uh, any, any like, celebrities that showed up to meet you at one of your events where you're like, I, I can't believe you're, you're an actually a fan of mine? Has that happened to you yet? Oh, yes. Tons of them. And, and, and a lot of it was like, you know, some country music. Alan Jackson was the first one that I used to love. Don't rock the jute box. Oh, yeah. I was playing that in my Peterbilt, driving across the United States, hauling my truck. And I met this guy at a fairground that I was going to, and he was playing. And I was doing and he was a huge, huge fan. And, um, you know, Zach Brown, nice. just a few weeks ago here in Florida, made it a point to come see me. And I didn't even know he was doing it. He was looking for me to take a picture and shake my hand. I said, wow, man, I love these guys. What a life. Now, uh, there's going to be, I saw, a high jump debuting at the World Finals in Orlando. What is that all about? Yes, and that that is the first time ever. And, you know, and I'm going to say first time ever, we always get big air. But, you know, if you're going to put a trophy out there and you're going to conquer somebody as a world champ for big air, this could get stupid. I'm telling you. <laughs> this could get bigger than we've ever been before, and I'm excited for that. 
that this is Monster Jam World Finals. We have Dennis Gravedigger Anderson in the studio uh, with us. Monster Jam comes, uh, it's like two weeks, but it's within four weeks of each other. And uh, there's a great rotation of trucks and drivers. In my opinion, it's the ultimate family experience because what kids don't like watching, uh, boys and girls, like watching monster trucks crash stuff and go through the air and compete. And I give you credit because, man, just when you think you can't do anything new, there's a truck doing a backflip. Absolutely. Moonwalks, getting yeah. up and balancing them on their nose, two-wheel skills that we have, and, and there's all kinds of competitions, and you're going to see that because what we're doing is we're essentially taking um, we're taking like the, the little uh, the arena stuff that we're doing, and we're compressing it with the stadium uh, competitors and the triple threat series that they run. So all of these athletes that we haven't seen here before, you know, in a big stadium event, everybody's going to get to strut their stuff and we're going to crown seven champs. And that is, you know, to me, that is, that's a feat, man. Look at what we've done, how, you know, how big can monster jam get? When does it stop growing? It never will. Good. As long as I'm around, we're going to keep on trying something new, something bigger every time. Right on. What was the moment early in your career where you realized it went from a passion of yours to like, Oh my gosh, this could actually be an enterprise and I might never have to work a real job for the rest of my life. Not that what you're doing isn't a real job, but you know what no, I mean. I don't no, consider it, this it, a real job. Exactly. I was sitting there with a fleet of gravedigger trucks. I owned six gravedigger trucks, tractor trailers, the whole deal. And I used to sit there and scratch my head and go, oh, my God, what am I going to be doing in five years? Are we going to even be playing monster trucks anymore? I'm going to be this big, dumb old guy with a bunch of you know broke-down monster trucks. And it has grown in leaps and bounds. And I will say that in 1997, 98, and in 99, those three stepping stone years of me and my career, I'm like, we got this. We got this. Monster Jam, Monster Trucks will be forever. Wow. And here they are, to, you know, yes. in 2019, and you do successful shows at Ray J, and we got the world finals here in Orlando. Absolutely. Look, you know, I drove Gravedigger for 35 years. I played trucks and drove and still playing trucks right now. Yeah. But, you know, I created Gravedigger almost 38 years ago, and, um, you know, I started in the mud. I'll probably finish in the mud. I'm playing with one of my younger sons right now. He's a new up-and-coming superstar. Nobody seen him other than YouTubers and people that uh, go to some of the mud races around here. And he's pretty, uh, he's a pretty awesome dude, but he could be one of the toughest Andersons yet. Wow. And you can look him up. He's Bog Hog, Weston Anderson, nicknamed Teeny Man. Teeny Man and the Bog <laughs> yeah. Hog. Man, like Teeny Man. Um, well, give me your reaction as a dad. One of your kids comes to you and goes, uh, Pop, I got a level with you. I'd like to be an accountant. Right. Don't I don't want to drive trucks. What would you say? I would say, you know, I've been ripped off more than one time by an accountant, so <laughs> it might be a good job because he, he made a lot of money messing with this old guy right here. Keep it in the family. Yes. So you're open to your kids yeah. pursuing other avenues as long as it can benefit you. Right, but let me, let me tell you what I did give my kids a choice of. As they were stepping out of school and graduating, I said, okay, you got a choice. You're going to either drive the wheels off of a monster truck or you're going to carry your butt to school. And in Currituck County, where we're from, you don't think the boys didn't step out of school and go, we're going monster trucking. <laughs> See you later, Harvard. <laughs> That's gonna, it. We're going to go drive in a motorboat. We don't bar. need that. <laughs> yeah. Dennis Anderson, Gravedigger, is here. Monster Jam World Finals, May 10th and 11th. 
Camping World Stadium in Orlando. All new format, new competitions, two-wheel skills, ATV racing, speedster racing. And the greatest thing is it's so family-friendly that you come early for the pit party, you meet the drivers, you hang out with them, you see what cool dudes they are, and then you go see them smash their trucks to bits and uh, try to get them put back together. I think of the last one I left here in Tampa, I don't know which of your sons was driving, but they, they were working on Gravedigger, and, uh, man, I, the entire chassis off. Like, yes. does, that, does that give you a little bit of, like, this is costing me tens of thousands of dollars? No, not really. It depends on if the seats are full, we just rock yeah. the house, baby. <laughs> Just rock the house. We don't care. We grind it in the ground. Yeah, because yeah, that's what people want to see. Yeah, but I got to tell you, man, and when you're talking family and, you know, it's a family event, it really is. You, when you come to the World Finals, my mom and dad are coming. That's Grandma and Granddaddy Gravedigger, you hear me? 82 and 81 years old. They're coming from North Carolina, driving down to come to the World Finals. My grandkids, I have three grandsons, they're going to be there. My my two boys will be competing. Kristen will also be there. Yeah. I'm going to be there to visit with my fans. I haven't been here for a couple of years since uh, you know, my little mishap over here at yep. the stadium. Yep. And that was my 35th anniversary. So I'm excited to come back to see my fans are my friends yeah. here in Florida. That's how long they've been my fans. For sure. John Senning for Dennis Anderson. Yeah, I got a question for you. So I grew up uh, watching you at the Pontiac Silverdome. That's where I saw all my, my early Monster Jam shows. And your biggest rival at the time was Bigfoot. And he was kind of like the big name there. That truck disappeared and was never brought back. And I was always curious why. Well, just because he didn't like playing rough games with us. He he was like, he wanted to have everything just nice and easy and safe and just doing the race thing with a big clumsy monster truck. I was a pioneer of freestyle. I went out and done all the sacrificing. I'd done the carnage stuff, and that guy did not want to compete with that. But let me tell you now, Bob Chandler was the man that I was chasing. He was the million-dollar man. I was the shade tree mechanic, the farm boy that was chasing a dream and going after that guy. He got money from Ford every year. I'm telling you, big, big money for way back then. That guy was, he was rocking the house with nuts and bolts. I yeah. got to tell you that. And I was struggling to, to keep it going. But, you know, I still love Bigfoot. He's another one that if it wasn't for Bob and me chasing him, I probably wouldn't be as strong as I am. Yeah, Bigfoot was such a franchise, I think, like late 70s, early 80s, where they'd go on, like, that's incredible with Fran Tarkenton yeah, and Kathy Lee yes. and stuff. And, like, that's what really paved the way, I think, for the whole monster right, truck right. industry. And then you say came along, and you're like, all right, Bigfoot put us on the map, great. But look at the the empire you've created for yourself. Exactly. But, it, but, you know, and I didn't do it by myself. There's a, there's a big, huge team of people with Monster Jam and all of that because, let me tell you, the grassroots – come from the kids so when we got this thing established on television and the kids could see it on tv you walk through toys r us or kmart or walmart and you picked up a toy and that toy i'm telling you man that made those kids turn them into super fans that bring their parents and yep. grandparents and turn them into fans so you know back to the grassroots it starts with the kids, man. That's why it's a family event. Heck, yeah. It is the World Finals, and they're coming up in Orlando May 10th and 11th. Everybody should bring their family and uh, get on out there. Go early. You'll witness more trucks, more actions, and the elevated starting line for the racing competition. What does that mean, Dennis? That means it's going to be four stories high, 50 feet in the air on the main concourse. Not when we say elevated, not like 8 foot, 10 foot. We're talking the engineers came in. They took all the seats out of one of the end zones, 
we've got road base and dirt poured up the end of the stadium. So we start on the concourse, like where you buy your hot dogs. Yeah. That's the starting line right there, buddy. <laughs> so you'll be going significantly faster. <laughs> yeah, yes. No, it's going to be a tricky track. You can't come off of that thing. You can't. You cannot floor it off of the. You know, off the start. It's uh -uh. a fifty-foot drop. You got to be on your A game because as soon as you get to the bottom of the hill, guess what? You got to make a turn. You got to uh. get around the track. So it's going to be exciting. Oh man, I can't imagine having those seats looking at a guy next to you revving his engine. You know, <laughs> right? John? I saw. I think it was at a world championship within the past couple of years. Uh, I don't remember who it was. Pull off a front flip. What is going to be the trick to do on that big air jump? The big air jump, I'm telling you this, I, honestly, I don't know until they build this ramp, but I am hoping that they're going to establish something, and I'm going into a meeting about this too. I want them to have, like, put pennant banners, some kind of something, so the fans can see it because we can measure it. You know, we have all kinds of lasers and stuff like that. We can measure the footage. But I want them to put up, like, streamers across there, like, bam, you know, 40 feet, 45 <laughs> right. foot, right. 50 foot. You know what I mean? So you see it because then it's exciting. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I just hope that uh, I hope that I can get someone to do that. And we got to figure out how to do it, you know, but it'll be good, fun. How much uh, planning, Dennis, goes into doing a trick for the first time? Because uh, is it one of those things where you just get out there by the seat of your pants, you go, you know, I think I could pull this off, or do people sit down and go, Okay, let's look at the physics of this and acceleration and torque and all that stuff. They do. They try to look at the physics of it, but it's it to me it's never right on the computer screen or on paper. So, but we start there, get everybody revved up. We go out into the field field with an excavator bulldozer and a skid steer, and we build these big hills, these big jumps, and go. Okay, get the video cameras, watch this, <laughs> and that's how we do it. And we don't stop until we get it right. You know what I'm saying? Man. That's how we do it. Yeah, that is a, that's a, that's some way to live your but life. But listen, back in the day, it was never like that. Right. Because everybody say, "Hey, you're gonna crush buses. You're gonna jump buses. You're gonna go out in the field and practice." I'm like, "Heck, no! I'm gonna do it in front of fifty thousand people. Yeah. Why are you gonna do that? What if you fail?" I said, "If I fail." You know, if I do it, I'm going to be a hero. Right. If I fail, I'm still going to be a hero because nobody else tried yeah. it. That's right. And yeah. I'm going to get paid yeah. you know, when I'm out there in front of – I'm out in the field. I'm doing it in front of eight guys from the shop, and oh, I yeah. demolished a truck. Right, exactly. Uh, well, yay. that was then, and now yep. it's Monster Jam University, we call it. So. MJU. Yep. I like it. Yep. Uh, Monster Jam World Finals coming up May 10th and 11th at Camping World Stadium. Uh, I'm sure we'll have tickets to give away for it as we get a little closer. It's always great catching up with you, man. It's nice to see people who uh, follow their passions in this world and really care about the fan experience. I think that's something that for a while uh, main sports lost uh, sight of, and now I think there's more of a focus on fans. And you've always done a great job right. of keeping it fan-friendly with the uh, Monster Jam uh, enterprises. Yes. Yes, because I'm going to tell you, and I have always thanked my fans for every nut and bolt on my truck and every shingle on my roof, and I'm not pulling anybody's leg when I say that. Yep. I wouldn't be here talking to you if it wasn't for them today. Yep. Yeah, he's yep. a, he's a real deal, and uh, Monster Jam's a lot of fun. That's and, you, John. Uh, that's you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was right to you. I was one of the early bricks in, in, in your home, <laughs> right. you know? Yeah. John, was one of, John was one of my stepping stones. Yeah. Well, I love this guy. Actually, he did, he'd live in a much nicer lakefront mansion yeah. if he wasn't doling out quarters to chumps like you who yeah. <laughs> him dry through the damn fan club. Uh, but, God, I love you, John. <laughs> <laughs> for every T-shirt you ever bought, for every nut and bolt on my truck, every shingle on my roof. <laughs> well, Dennis, man, continued success to you. Be safe and be healthy, and always right great on. catching up, my dude. All right, man. You guys are Heck awesome. Yeah. Y'all are. are a hoot. I love you, man. Yeah. And all you listeners out there, see you at the World Finals. Heck yeah. We'll be right back and tell you what style of music you should play on your patio if you're looking to repel mosquitoes this summer. <laughs> this is the story of The One. 
As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.